0: this foot chase features gunshots on beat this is scott's off indulgent movie podcast Hello movie friends, welcome to Scott's Off-Indulgent Movie Podcast, I am Scott, and today I am talking about the foot chase from Baby Driver, which is a, one of my personal favorite action scenes within recent memory, and it also, it's because it's a simple one, but it's just the, the way that it's done that makes it work so well. So without further ado, let's get started. Sorry, I got a cat. If you've ever seen Baby Driver, you already know what a technical achievement the film is. Timing an entire movie to its own soundtrack as heard by the lead character is an idea so great and so difficult to accomplish it requires a detail-oriented master like Edgar Wright to pull it off. But oddly enough, my favorite chase of the whole movie is primarily on foot, and here's why I love it. Baby has reached his limit. After his criminal cohorts bats, kills a cop, and turns a gun on his on him himself, Baby obliges Bats' request to drive and rams the getaway car into a truck containing rebar. Bats is killed instantaneously, and now Baby and the furious Buddy and Darling are on the run from the police. So why does this scene work? Well, let's start with the song choice. If you're going to make a movie with action scenes and time to music, you need songs that suit the scene in tone and tempo, which is why the mostly instrumental Hocus Pocus by Focus, try saying that five times fast, is so perfect. The base of the song is simple, upbeat guitar chords and riffs with a pulsing beat. It sounds like a proto-punk track at first, but it also has something that makes it perfect for a chase, breaks. There's two or three breaks in the song where things slow down and the tempo changes. From a song's dynamic standpoint, it's great. From a scene's staging standpoint, it's even better. Now you've got natural breaks for Baby to catch his breath, try to avoid detection, and just when he can't hide anymore, a crescendo and back come the guitars and police in tandem. And the little remix when Baby jumps into a store in the mall, damn that's cool. We also have, as I mentioned before, gunshots on beat. All of Baby Driver exists in these, this hyper-real version of the world where everything seems to bend to the will of the music. And in this scene, that includes gunshots. One thing I find fascinating is how even though the guns fire on and off beat, we only hear gunshots on beat. At first it's on beat when the guitar strums, and later it's in time to the flute notes. The music even slows down for Buddy when Darling is killed and then comes roaring back to hit in time with his gunshots. The attention to detail and editing work make sure to get this right is incredibly insane, and I appreciate every second of it. We also have what this means for Baby. Baby has spent the majority of this movie viewing his job as a necessary evil. He owes Doc, and he'll do whatever job he's given he's given for free. This necessity means he can ignore the darker side of his profession. Not anymore. Civilians are starting to get hurt, crew members who screw up are getting axed, and it's clear that folks like Bats are a hair's breadth from gunning an innocent person down. But he's also trapped because Doc threatened Deborah. He wants out, but doesn't know how to do it. But Batch pushed him over Bats pushed him over the edge by killing a cop. Baby has now openly rebelled, and appropriately, there's hell to pay for doing so. He's made his decision, but it has dire consequences. See Buddy's homicidal anger towards the end of the scene. And then we also prove that Baby's got gifts beyond driving. One thing that's fun about this scene is that it shows how resourceful and gifted Baby is out of a car. Turns out that quick thinking and knack for spotting openings and shortcuts 50 steps ahead applies to a chase on foot, too. He uses his environment to get a leg up, cuts corners, and tries to avoid detection when possible. He doesn't panic, he just keeps changing direction, upping his speed and hiding until he finds a way out. This is also a perfect example of how to actually do a foot chase. Because foot chases can be very boring, which makes sense. A lot of those scenes boil down to two people running, one in pursuit and one trying to escape. There's some natural tension there, but without some flourishes, it doesn't work. I've seen too many chases where characters are just running down a sidewalk or up and down stairs. Edgar Wright makes his chase exciting with variety. The first bit of variety are the obstacles. Baby isn't just running down a street with one cop on his tail. He's hopping over tables, sliding down escalators, and hurtling chairs. There's a visual variety to what he's doing and where he's going. The second bit of variety is how Baby's being chased. See, Baby is trying to avoid two sets of people the police, and his heist mates. The police in this chase are represented as a swarming presence. It's not one cop on his tail he's got to lose. It's an entity that's on his trail and cutting off his escape routes. He doesn't have to outrun one cop. He has to outrun all of them. And because he doesn't want to hurt anyone, he has to stay far enough ahead to avoid contact. Darling and Buddy are another problem because unlike Baby, they have no problem having a shootout with the cops and are furious with them. If they have a shootout with the cops, he could die. If they escape with him, they could die. And by the end of it, Buddy seems dead set on killing Baby. The tension never lets up, even after the chase ends. This has been Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to join our Facebook group, Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie World, for the latest reviews, discussions, and more. See you next time, everybody, and stay safe.